freestyling. <laughs> Welcome in everybody to Nerdicons episode three. We are back this week with with nerd talk, collecting talk, whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about it. I am your host, Russell. You can find the Nerdicons on Facebook. No, we not Facebook, but Twitter at Nerdicons Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Nerdicons, correct, Carl? Is that yes. Did or Nerdicons right? pod. Did it's now Nerdicons right? pod. Yeah. It was Nerdicons. Nerdicons. Now it's Nerdicons. Yeah, it was a simple mistake. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you crap about it for two weeks. So well, yeah. Same, yeah. yeah. Well, Strap you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher. We're working on the iTunes, fellas. But you know, hey, by the time you re- you listen to this on Monday morning, it might be we might be on iTunes by then. Well, let's not discriminate. And ladies, you never know. I just say guys in general. I call. I have three kids, one girl. I call them guys. So, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm your host, Russell. With me, as always, is the is 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 a couple smelly two shoes, Ryan and Carl. Introduce yourselves, fellas. Hey, what's going on, Ryan here? Hey, this is Carl, and the previous uh, guy that said hello is a douche. <laughs> so we've kind of we're kind of not we're kind of recording two episodes in one week. We recorded one on Friday night, and this is Saturday night. So a whole well, actually, Ryan's time traveled. He is joining us from I don't know. It's just we recorded two episodes back to back, and right because I'm going to be at New York Comic Con next weekend. So we know you traveled through time, and you're at New York Comic Con now, but you can't tell the spoilers. Yeah, we wanted to do something cool for the podcast. Ryan's, Ryan's like, let's just be honest. Let's be honest. Let's not make the show fun in any way. We tried to kayfabe you guys, but he he didn't want to kayfabe. That's their, that's he, their he way of having shoot. fun is lying to the public. Yeah. You guys are, the more you guys do this, the more you're cutting into my Cavill's banquet time. <laughs> Gladly. Uh, so I would ask See, you guys you what <laughs> this this is normally the point in time where we ask about each other's weeks, but since we've only had about twenty four hours, I don't think we've done much, but probably just wear ourselves out. So, but Russ, how was the last twenty four hours for, for you? Hot, it's freaking hot. Hot. It's like ninety degrees today. Damn, same as easy here. Yeah, when I was working on blacktop all day. Ugh. Getting in the cars that have been closed up like sardine cans in the heat. It smells like hot new car smell, Ugh. which doesn't Ugh. smell good. Ugh. And then, like, you first turn on the AC and it's just hot air. Uh, I don't even have AC in my Oof. car <sighs> right now. It's disgusting. Cool. Disgusting. Oh. So how, about you? How, about you? how about you, Pillow Lips? How was your last 24 hours? It's fine, man. Just fine. That's it. Yeah, fine. just chilled. Yeah, just what did you do by chilling? Do you use the left hand or the right hand for that? <laughs> I hung out with my kids and my wife. No, apparently he didn't. Apparently he didn't unpack those boxes behind him. No, no. he looks like he got nothing done today. Really, <laughs> pretty much. That's cool. Some family quality. It was glorious. It is glorious. Sometimes to like not have any plans and do absolutely nothing. It's not something you do all the time, but sometimes it's like kind of like. When someone asks you, you can't wait to tell them, I did nothing. Mm-hmm. So what did you do with the family? Sorry, Russ. 
No, you're fine. I just did stuff, man. Okay, all right. You want to keep you know your personal stuff, your personal stuff. I get it because you're celebs. We got celebs. the kids. We bought the kids scooters today. Motorized or... no, no, they use the damn feet. I'm not getting an electric scooter for anyone. It's stupid. Did you still, did you get them? Did you get them helmets? They should they be helmets. I mean, you do buy five thousand dollars statues for yourself, so I figured at least I you know, do not. Yeah, you can just buy new kids. I've ever spent is a fraction of that. <laughs> Small fraction. I like one percent of that. <laughs> anyway, wait, that's fifty bucks. So. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say that's that's your shit. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Quantity. I didn't mean that in a derogatory way. I just meant that's your stuff. So, Rosa, did you do anything else in these last I, I did start sorting through my colle- my unopened portion of my collection. And uh, what, everything must go, 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 Rose? Huh? And everything must go, go, go? I want to say that, but it's like, I'm like, I have like, I haven't gotten rid of it yet. But I've already got like seller's remorse. You know, for what? You ever done? You ever done that? You're like, oh man, it took me so long to find this. I don't want to sell this. See, I get that when I do it on eBay, and then it sells, and then I'm like looking at it, packaging it up, and go, I actually really do like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had a DC Collectibles uh, Zoom from the Flash TV show, and I was like, man, I really should keep this. You could. You, you can always. Get out of that. And then and then I and then I and then I looked looked at eBay and I saw that I sold it for eighty dollars and I was like, no, I should really get rid of this. (laughs) Just tell them you broke it packaging it up and just don't send it to them. But I bought the thing for twenty five dollars and I made eighty bucks on it. I'm just letting you know if you still want it. I was talking to Carl with Irish, you know, sellers remorse. Yeah, I mean it's just you when you is that gonna go into the, the basement fund? Get your basement finished. Who me? Yeah. Oh, we're moving out of this house. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're not gonna. We're not gonna fix this house up. I got you. We have psychopaths for neighbors, so. Mm. Yeah, we have just weird, weird people living on our street. All right, you just kill them first, and you're fine. And the house across the street's condemned and. Oh, jeez. Abandoned. Where the fuck do you live? Oh, but you probably don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Virginia, somewhere. I, I mean, we live in a good neighborhood. It's just we live on a weird street. I was going to say, it sounds. This is what happens when you, you have houses. You know, not that. I mean, it's it's an, it's a really older neighborhood. And there's a lot of rental properties and um, low uh, starter houses mm. where we live. Okay, like my first house. Right. And mm-hmm. like we have a couple houses where people have lived in these houses for like 50 plus years. And now their kids are living in these houses and their kids never left ha- left home to begin with. Hmm. And we have these, you know, it's a narrow street. It's I guess we're not we're not, you know, it's it's quiet. Our neighbors are quiet at night, so it's we can't complain. Well, I know. Good luck on the mission on finding the the next house, and maybe you'll have a better neighborhood, and you'll have a uh, cool man cave like uh, Ryan, or a whole floor that's a man cave like Ryan. I can hopefully have a an area that looks like it's 
designed and put up by a, an adult, not a child. <laughs> I have I have no room to talk. It looks like I tapped into my inner sorority girl. Um, All those lights, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see Carl's Christmas lights. He's like a, a redneck sorority girl. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so what are we going to get into? Are we going to, uh, what's the next? What's Although the next before, before we, before we go on, I did have, I did do that with Christmas lights. I bought mm. like when I was a, a bachelor, I bought Christmas lights to put up in the apartment, in my apartment. And I never took them out of the box. And then I got married and our first Christmas in the house, my wife's like, Oh, what are these? Let's put them on the house. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> and I had to put them up on the house. It wasn't fun. So that came back to bite me. Funny story. Hmm. Had to be there, I guess. Kinda. No, because I would have just hang hung the lights up. Like they would have never left in the box because of my inner sorority girl would have been like, Yay. Yeah, well, when we moved into the house, it was like Christmas. She's my wife's like, put them on the house outside where people can see. I was like, nobody drives down our street. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really good part. Is They're really putting them on there for us, our enjoyment. I know. I was like, well, at least I can see my keys at night when I come home. <laughs> so what's what's the next itch that needs to be scratched? What's the next topic? What are you guys uh what are you guys wanting to talk about? So how about the DC crossover cross crisis on infinite earth? No, I don't want to talk about that later. Deuces. Like seriously. <laughs> All right, let me let me see your shirt real quick. Nice. Is that a target special? I think I saw that shirt no. on Target. It might be. It's an eBay no. special. I just got one similar, but has the villains in the background. Have you gone Copy. to Target lately? They have a lot of shirts like that now. Copycat. So DC crossover, huh? DC crossover. Uh, DC as crossover. somebody who's actually watched the shows lately, I think it should be pretty interesting to see some of the names that they're touting for this. Okay, Russ, Russ. The only thing that got me excited was Tom Welling and Erica Durant's. Yeah, who both played, uh, you know, Superman and Lois Lane, and the, the second, uh, the second hottest, the second hottest Lois Lane, the first hottest Lois. Lane. Um, Terry Hatcher, Terry Hatcher, Terry Hatcher, gorgeous, dude, bro. They're real in the nineties. Come on, in the nineties, you pop some of your first bone. People have popped nah, their first bone. I mean, she's good looking. All right, let they're me look. Real, let me look no, you're right. You got. Right, you have they're spectacular. Point. Let me look. Let me look up. Erica Durant has fake boobs. Lois and Clark. Does she? I'm totally fine yes. with that. <laughs> oh, I hate fake boobs. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. The the actress they got to Harley. play Lois Lane on Supergirl is not. I would say she's ranked number three in the looks department of the Lois. Oh, Lane. is that Channing Tatum's old wife? No. That's Jenna Dewan. This is like Elizabeth Tulloch. I don't, I, she uh, was on so, that Grimm show that they had on NBC. Oh, I remember so, Grimm. So, Ross, I have to ask you. Okay. It's been just itching at me. What do you think of Brandon Routh in the Kingdom Come Superman suit? Awesome. Bitsy Tulloch? No. Yeah. No. I mean, she's good looking, but no. I said she was good. Look, I didn't say she was better than a better look. She's okay. Like, we're not misogynist here, people. All right. We're not just ranking Lois Lane's. All right. Hey, you started it. I'm just, hey, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you where you're wrong. Tom Welling's a pretty hot Superman. Tom anyway, Welling, Tom Welling is an attractive man. 
Russ. So is Dean uh, Dean Kane. Have you Can seen you Yes, Brandon Routh. Great, Brandon great Ralph. idea. Great idea. Kingdom Come Superman. Kingdom Come oh, Superman. He looks awesome, dude. Yeah. The, now, the pictures think, they've shown. Yeah, it does look good. Yeah. And I have to say, <clears> he <throat> looks. Huh? Is it just me, or does he look more like Reeves' Superman? He does. Than now than when he was cast as Reeves' Superman. Well, he's more he's closer to the age Christopher Reeve was when he was cast as Superman. This is gonna be DC's biggest mistake is when they move away from Cavill. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I'm sorry, I just I'm, popped in my head about no, Cavill. No, 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 I agree. And, I agree. And I'm just like that's what happened. It popped This in is gonna head. be their biggest mistake. I mean the the idea that they're going like it, the, the, sorry I can't talk today. Get the idea. Can't talk about him without teasing my friends. But Brandon <laughs> Ralph looks like he jumped off an Alex Ross page. Yeah, he looked great, man. So, um, but Cavill. DC going away from Cavill's insane. If the rumor is true that they want that, it's because Cavill's older than Robert Pattinson. That's stupid. Cavill's 36, Pattinson's 33. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my Just life. Just come to MCU and make some real money. Oh, I mean, I mean, Peter Jackson cast Lee Pace as Orlando Bloom's father. And Orlando Bloom is like four years older than Lee Pace. Other elves, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but they're elves. It doesn't matter. But I'm just saying... I know, but that doesn't apply the same logic if you're talking about something that's slow, that ages super slow. You're not going to notice, you know, two years or whatever. But I, I, the, the younger person was cast as the father. I understand. Right? But they all like, they, they live for fucking ever or whatever it is. Okay, now we're getting really fucking nerdy. We're talking, arguing about. We, we definitely diverted <laughs> from. I'm <laughs> just saying. I, if. if, if if Henry Cavill being 36 is a problem, then that is the most DC of DC things to, to fire somebody. Dude, Cavill's worth $20 million already. Probably. Can, we really okay. need to stop talking about Cavill or so, Ryan have any seams left in his jeans. So I think <laughs> some of, some of the announcements <laughs> that have come out on this this crossover <laughs> it kind of pisses me off how they how they approached uh rosenbaum yeah because kind of according funny. according to rosenbaum they just called him and said we need you this day we have no we we, we can't tell you any money we can't tell you a script we can't tell you anything and he's like eh, sorry pass yeah i don't want to i mean what a that you've got you've got to have your information for these he people. also played fucking i mean like you're he's the like best lex luther yeah, like sure was some and the hottest Lex Luthor, by the way. And yeah, he was the hottest Lex. He Luthor. was the hottest. That I was mean, hard he, to do though. Gene Hackman He's had shoulders above Gene Hackman. Michael Rosenbaum was kind hey, of look. John Shea good. was a good-looking man. <clears throat> um, I'm you know what too, and they probably spent so much time begging Tom Welling to come <laughs> back. But I have to say, I really, since we never actually technically <clears throat> never got him in the actual Superman suit. I'm really interested to see how he looks and how if he could pull it off. Oh, I think he can. I just hope we get him in the suit. That's what I hope. This would be the most CW thing of all CW things to not put Tom Welling in that suit. Yeah, kind of like string us along to make us think that. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to be in the suit. He's going to get in the suit. He's going to put on that leather 
<laughs> leather jacket. Because the because <laughs> the still they've shown of Durant's and Welling from the set is Welling has a gray shirt with a red flannel shirt over top. Yeah, it looks like they're at, like the small little Clark Kent. Like yeah, I mean. <sighs> But I did notice in the one crossover, they did use the exact house from the Smallville series. Yes, in the original, and they even used music from the Smallville. Yeah, on on, on the Elseworlds uh, oh. crossover last year. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Tyler Hawk Hawkland hasn't been terrible, but the fact that Superman's good. good, but the fact that he constantly defers to Supergirl, it doesn't make sense at all. You know, Superman's supposed to be way stronger than Supergirl. Yeah, <laughs> and and, well, and not in the uh, not in well, and I don't know about the comics because I never read a lot of comics, but the uh, of, of Superman, but the uh, in Supergirl, Superman, or the the Superman Apocalypse, they they analyze her blood cells or whatever, and they actually say that she can absorb more sunlight, inferring that she's stronger. All right, is that that's the one where? She becomes a fury, right? Yeah. Okay. And then she has this badass fight with Darkseid. And then Superman. By the way, one. best Darkseid to date is fucking what's his name? Oh shit. The guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Andre Brower. Andre Brower. I could brain farted there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. I think I know what storyline that's based off. It was based off of the oh, Batman really? Superman. Yeah, it um, was. I think that's what it's called, Batman Superman. They did two. They did two. Two storylines, uh, Batman, Superman, Apocalypse. Based, oh, they did a, Public they Enemy did a, and Public Enemies. Both were both were pretty good. Well, then also I own those on digital. I love them. I keep they're I, on, they're on the DC. They're on the DC Universe app. When they first yeah. uh, brought her back, I read a uh, few of her. I read a few of her first couple issues on she first got a series, and. Yeah, she can absorb more sun, uh, sunlight, and she believes she's stronger than Superman. Right, but he was also exposed to the natural sun for much longer since she was frozen for a long time. And like he said, if I wanted to beat you, I could beat you at any time. And then proceeds to whoop her ass when she was the evil Supergirl. Flash is in the comics or in the movie? Yeah, in the comics. Flash did that to Superman in Rebirth. Because the black the black racer's chasing him and Flash is trying to get away from him and Superman's trying to talk Flash into letting a Green Lantern protect him with the Green Lantern ring. Yeah. Because the black racer can't penetrate the the force field of a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And Flash is like, No, I have to get as far away from you all as possible. And and Superman says to him, Barry, you know I can beat you. We've done this before. And he looks at him and goes, Clark. Every time we've raced, it's been for charity. I've let you win. And then he just takes off into the speed force. Dope. And it's like Superman's like, oh, that's right. He's like the like, He's the, like cat, oh, the, shit. Cat, the cat in Puss and Boots. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, that gift. But but <laughs> on to more more. I mean, the fact that I mean Brandon Routh and Tom <laughs> Welling are two of my favorite Supermans. I mean, I didn't like granted, granted I've you know, I, I I honestly I didn't mind Brandon Routh. I don't see why you wouldn't like Brandon Routh because he they never really gave him a shot either. He oh, was pretty much. So the movie sucked, but yeah, you're right. Maybe it wasn't his fault as much. It, well, it, it sucked because uh, Brian Singer was trying to remake the Richard Donner movies. Yeah, yeah he was like and doing more of an impression yeah, of love remake. letter. His love letter, Richard Donner. Mm. Yeah. Would you? Would you? 
Do you agree or disagree, Russ? I believe the problem with that movie was the script and the direction. Well, they were from what I was hearing, they would rewrite on set. All the yeah, time. they were. They were changing things because right. Kevin Spacey didn't like this. Kevin Spacey didn't like that. So Brian Singer's like, and let's Kevin, rewrite this. And, uh, I mean, at the time, I didn't mind Kevin Spacey. I thought he was a great actor, but to me, he also was doing an impression of Gene Hackman. Right. And that that was the problem with that movie. I think if Brandon Routh had, there's no doubt that that guy, that dude looks the part of Superman. Sure. I mean, and, and you can, if you've watched legends of tomorrow or any of the flash episodes that he was on, or was it, was it? No, it was, um, arrow that he was on. If you watch any of his Arrow episodes or Legends of Tomorrow, you can tell that it's a he's a charming dude, and he's a decent. He's a really good. He, I'm not gonna say really good, but he's he's a good actor. He's he's got some great comedic timing. He's very awkward. I mean, he was he was the perfect Clark Kent. Mm. Um, yeah, buying him as Superman was a little harder because he was so good at being Clark. Um, it was like. You know, Val Kilmer was really good at being Batman. He was just terrible at being Bruce Wayne. George Clooney was really good at being Bruce Wayne, but he was terrible at being Batman. You know, Ralph was was perfect. Michael Keaton was best all around. So don't don't even get me started on Christian Bale. Um, I love Christian Bale. And 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 Ben Affleck was fifteen. Ben Affleck was fifteen years too late for that role. Um, I, I agree with that. So yeah, is anyone going to watch this? I'm going to watch it. I'll watch I don't it. think I'm going to. I think I'm going to say. I mean, I'll watch it. Yourself, DC. I'll watch Here's it the day after. Shitty shows anymore. Here's the thing. If Russ watches it and says to me, Carl, it's worth watching for those those reasons. I'll. I'll. Uh, it's five parts. It. I I, I kind of want to see what they do with ship. For one, I want to see if ships the Flash or what is he's do, what he's doing. I want to see what they do with Kevin Conroy. The fact that Kevin Conroy is coming on screen to play Batman intrigues me to no end. Um, trying to think of some of the, I mean, they're talking to Linda Carter about coming back as Wonder Woman. Mm, she's still got it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who else? Who else has been announced for this? That you still they, hit they, Carl. In a New York minute, I think I'd do it for charity. Not for charity. She. No, I'm kidding. I'd do it for anyway. We're so. This is so. I'd bad. do it for America, <laughs> dude. She's still gorgeous at this age. Make Russ uncomfortable. Oh, we're gonna get so many letters. <laughs> There's so many. She is like the ultimate cougar. Her and Raquel Welsh still to me. Got and it. it. And then they just announced that. Um, they're including the birds of prey from 2002 into this. Oh, what the like that the, the dark angel ripoff Batman? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah I remember the, that it, it came because it's the it, Smallville was a hit, and then they tried to rush out some Batman type show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bah. And they used the Val Kilmer suit. I remember that because he appears in the first episode for two seconds. Well, yeah, and they had Hamill. They had Hamill do the voice of the Joker. Yeah, because you had the voice in the in the opening episode. So you're getting all these people back. Um, I want to. I mean, I I think it's interesting. It's probably going to be poorly written 
Cause there's probably going to be some, you know, preachy empowerment stuff going on with Batwoman and Supergirl being focal points of it. And, you know, they're going to try to tug at your heartstrings by killing Barry Allen. I mean, let's be honest. That's what happened in the comics. That's what they're going to do on. I mean, when the whole seat, the whole season of that show is revolving around this um, crossover. So that's all I have to say. I'll watch. Who's ringing a bell? Who's ringing a bell? Is that Ryan? Yeah, it's not me. No, I heard a bell ring. Somebody sent me a video. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, watching rude. it. He's watching it while we're talking on the podcast. Yeah, look rude. at this. Look at look My at this smugness. Just... It's probably like a video of like probably naked ringing a bell. And that's why he's got that grin on his face because he's like, mm, I filled my sock twice. <laughs> I'll go to afterward. It's really funny. Well, may- maybe since he's having an ADD moment, he should answer some questions, Carl. All right. So right now, this is a this is a part. I'd like, you know, it's time to get to know one of our hosts, you know, time to like dive in deep. And besides being um, in love with Cavill and having wet dreams of Cavill and Momoa, having a threesome with him, you know, you know, Ryan is a collector and we wanted to, you know, ask some Ryan some questions and, you know, pick his brain and, you know, see where he started off on his adventure in collecting and this uh, nerd stuff. All so, right, let's do it. So you ready for this? I was this is going to be like this is going to be like we're going to waterboard you. That's what this is like. <laughs> I'm ready. This is going to be like Chinese water torture. I'm I said chi- I'm I said Chinese water belly. torture. That probably turned him on because he has you know. I don't think you're ready. Fetishes. My <laughs> um. All right. So here's my first question. Question. Right. And it's pretty. It's a lame one, but it's a good starter. When did you first start collecting? Like first anything. So when you say first start collecting, it means like specifically try to collect like a whole line, basically, right? Like I actually got into, yeah, like where you first like were like I only have I one want transformer growing up. Like I want this whole weave. Like you know what? I want all of these. I'd say the first major collecting. I used to collect uh, uh, one eighteenth scale model cars. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Miyato and Braga, I used to see them at uh, Costco or you know, BB. Uh, what was it? BB Toys, BB Toy, KB Toys. That's what it was. Um, and then that switched over to Battle Beast. If you guys remember Battle Beast, they were like maybe two inches tall. Oh, there's one. There's a, they had little holograms, and you rub the holograms, yeah. it would show fire or wood. Exactly, like what, what tribe they're in or whatever. Yeah, I used to put those in the model cars. And we would create like these massive wars, my brother and I, against each other, because <clears throat> he had them too. No, you guys didn't like to play realistic, because there's no way a fire hedgehog can drive a Mustang. <laughs> <Like that>. <laughs> <laughs> Erroneous. We were this like interview's seven. over. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> That's God, I said mm. not. <laughs> yeah. um, but the uh, and then uh, that moved on to. When I was in seventh or eighth grade, or maybe let's see, I think it was seventh or eighth grade, I started collecting the Toy Biz uh, X Men because I got into the series and I was getting into the comics just prior to that. Um, so I had, I had a lot of the fucking Toy Biz. I had the Sentinel. I had all. I had. I think I had almost all of them. 
Interesting. So, I mean, who, who or what influenced you to start like actually collecting the X-Men? Like that sounds like it was your actually first real, like I'm going to collect all these, you know? Yeah. You... I mean, I had a lot, but you know, I, I was in seventh or eighth grade. I didn't have a job or anything. So it was kind of like just getting them for presents and stuff. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like, uh, like you were consciously trying to get them all. It was just people knew you liked them. So they kept getting them for you. Basically. And okay. I kept wanting them too, you know? All right. So where, what did you start? Like, when did you start actually wanting to collect like consciously, like I'm going to collect this? I'd probably say there's the toy X-Men toy biz. I had them all displayed too in my closet and shit. Oh, okay. When you took guys back there in the closet, you show them. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you said you took guys back there, I was like, whoa, this is going to be <laughs> hey, um, I also collected the, uh, my X-Men collection. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is my, yeah. Um, I also collected the uh, McFarlane uh, Spawn. Okay. Which I think it was after that. And the Wild uh, Wildcats. I liked Wildcats a lot. I love Wildcats. Was cool. I, was it was it, the story you, Was it Jim Lee? Yeah. It was mainly the Jim Lee. Huh? It was mainly the Jim Lee art that got you in the Wildcats. Because that's what it was for well, me. I liked Cyberforce too, and it was for the Mark Silvestri art. But yeah, it was the designs, man. What yeah, was it? The I liked uh, Gifter. Grifter was dope. Grifter. Gambit with and Voodoo. I loved Voodoo. Voodoo was hot. I liked Zealot, who was like Psylocke, but more samurai. Yeah, he was like the Japanese. Well, no, Psylocke was Japanese. Psylocke was more ninja. She was more samurai. You're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. So, uh, what are you collecting from there? Like, how did I got into statues and shit? Or yeah, yeah. Let me like, how did you get into statues? Because I, I know, at, uh, being um, a nerd friend of yours for uh, quite some time now, uh, when we first uh, started having conversations, you were more into like hot toys and stuff like that. What what got you into hot toys, and what made you drift away? So I, before hot toys, I was into Funko Pops. And that lasted like four months because I got and, and here's the one that was the key factor in me di ditching Funko Pops. I got a reverse flash Funko Pop that looked amazing in the picture, and I got it in person. The paint job was absolute shit. It looked nothing like it. There was no shading at all. Huh? I can't hate on you for getting really started with the Funko Pops. So I feel like that's the gateway for a lot of people, or and and people. Like, cause I'm sure you always had that like pop culture, like nerdy comic book interest. But when right. it came to collecting and toys and like collectibles, I feel like the Funko Pops are an easy entrance or like a, a, the thing that opens the door for the people. Affordable. That, like yeah, affordable and like for people that might not always be in all into all that stuff to like kind of like opens the door. Like, oh wait, there's a whole like this is a thing collecting like they have all these collectible stuff like i feel like funko really like kind of like that's your kind of yeah i mean yeah way, i could get a lot i could get my fill of anime you know pops too so it was nice um but yeah then that morphed into uh kotobukiya like artifacts plus and artifacts line and then that kind of morphed into you know i kind of was like you know i really need to focus or i'm just gonna be collecting everything because I was also collecting the Kotobukiya Artifacts J line, which is their anime pieces. Yeah, mm -hmm. one seven. 
Which the Dakota Buki has really nice stuff. Yeah, but I gotta admit, I don't think they're. I think lately they've been really dropping the ball. Because mm. I remember some of those, like that Rogue and like their Bajojo line, Bajojo line. Like some of them are, I think. Yeah, I, I actually really like some of those. Russ is shaking his head, rolling his eyes, saying perverts. But some of those statues are rather sexy. One of the Psylocke ones when she was standing up. I think it was the first one. Mm. Yeah, not the one where she's crouched where it looks like she's trying to take a pee. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, standing up, I, I liked a lot. And the Zatanna mm. one was great. And Black Canary. I had it's probably like the only DC things that I probably liked in a long time. But uh, Russ, uh, but keep going. And, and Russ, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. I mean, uh, ask him some questions. Slap him around a bit. Twist his nipples. Go for it. Yeah, and then from there, I jumped into. Uh, I was kind of like. <laughs> then I jumped into like uh, hot toys and Kotobukiya, like the resin statues, the uh, the X Men Danger Room ones, and some of the other like uh, I guess they call them fine art line, and then Bowen too. So I was basically just being a one six collector and then with some hot toys. <clears throat> can, can you explain what for a lot of people who don't understand collecting what the the fractions mean? Yeah. So one six one a hot toy is 12 inches tall because you assume that, uh, you know, it's well, I should say it's pretty well. Assumed. I think hot toys, for instance, assumes that. Every male superhero's twelve is twelve is uh, six feet tall, so one sixth of that would be twelve inches. So the it's a one sixth statue; it's going to be twelve inches tall. Now, when you get into statues, it, it's uh, they become a little bit more precise with a lot of that. Yeah, and I noticed too, like with Gundams, they they do like the one one hundred, but it's uh not necessarily like it's like one one hundredth of the size, which is like kind of like with the models that's on model scale and like car scale right and it can and that can be really confusing because like one 100 it's like maybe like the size of a legend maybe a little bit taller than a legend those trans xm studios transformer statues i have on pre-order those are one tenth line you know because transformers are that much bigger than people so they're really the size of like a one fourth scale statue, but they're one tenth, you know, what their actual size is. In the yeah. And, th and that's really what the measuring for, like, uh, Russ was saying to explain it. It's like really, like, if something's like one fourth scale, it's one fourth the actual scale size of the actual, like, what it would be in real life. Like, uh, NECA has the uh, quarter scale Deadpool, which I own, which is qu quarter of the scale of what he would be in real life. And then they have the half scale. And the one in one like foam statue and stuff like that. But no, I, was just, I was just getting clarification on that for because you know it can be we may have new listeners who don't understand what he's talking about when he says Yeah, and one, it is confusing one when it comes to Yeah, one six, one four. Yeah. And then and then from there I was kinda like, All right. I uh I think at that point I was just Marvel and a little bit of Star Wars. I think I only had like one or two DC Hot no, no, wait, no, I know. Oh, shit. Huh? Sorry about that. I dropped that. Oh, uh, that was probably a lot. Um, like, I, you were big into the hot toys for a, a good a good minute. What got you into hot toys, and then what yeah, made like you decide to like? I had like twenty of them at one point, or very close to that. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, to hardcore hot toys collectors, it's probably not like only twenty. <laughs> but like, twenty yeah, is a lot, and they're expensive. Yeah, and considering I was collecting statues too, it was kind of 
Yeah, yeah um, a little much that I was kind of like, all right, I don't have to. I don't have to well, what what got you into the hot toys, and what got you out of the hot toys? What got me out of the hot toys? Um, the fact that I wasn't really posing them. Kind of and then in order to get a lot of them into the poses I wanted, I had to pose them myself, which was okay for a while. But then, if you know, it happens to fall over, the pose is gone. And it's kind of pain in the ass to get some of the pose that I wanted. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Just well, not a good no. poser. No. Just yeah. too independent. I mean, you're a good poser to me, but not good at posing to it. Ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, because you were, you were working on a pretty good Hot Toys collection there, and then it seemed like just one day, like, they're all going bye-bye. Yeah, I was like, I got, I think it was one of my first one-fourth scale statue. I think it was Colossus. Sideshow mm-hmm. Colossus Premium Format, the uh, older one. And after I got that, I was like, because I was pretty keen on not getting into one-fourth scale statue. I wanted to just stick with one-six. But then, you know, Eric Sosa stopped creating Danger Room X-Men statues or slowed down to a crawl even after Kotobuki said they were going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll just finish the line. I'll be good. And then they stopped doing it. So I was like, well, shit. <clears throat> and uh, from there, I was just like, all right, well, maybe I can get it one fourth. Maybe it won't be too bad. And then that just kind of snowballed. Yeah, snowballed. And I was just like, all right, well, let me sell this stuff then because I want to get into one fourth and I'll just have everything the same scale. But why one fourth? Why, why go so big? Is, just, is that more appealing to you? Or is yeah, it more I loved like the sculpt? Mm-hmm. Extra details you got in it. So you want mm-hmm. people to walk into your room and just drop their pants because they're like, "Holy!" Balls. I don't care about that. It was more because I don't click for other people. I click for myself. But it was yeah, more yeah. like you should, you should always. Should. It was I want to. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying you were saying the opposite either. But it's more that when I walked in my room, I just kept gravitating to that Colossus, and I was like, "I got to get more of these." Mm. And it's not because you think like statues are more mature than you know collecting. No, I think hot dogs are great. I just don't pose. So there's like, just that loses a lot of it for me. I can just get a statue in the pose I want. Because yeah, if you're not posing it, it's static. It's and then it's like kind of like a static statue. And why pay all that money when but save my, a little bit more? You can get something that's like dynamic looking. But, you know, in, in at the same time, the Colossus, the Sideshow Colossus Premium Format, it's a museum pose. So it's kind of a boring pose. But I like mm-hmm. it that way because he's just sitting there. Because yeah, he's Colossus, he's massive. Like he's got a presence. So, what are the pieces you have right now? I mean, how many statues do you have currently at the moment? Uh, let's see. Let bring up my spreadsheet. I'm a big dork of spreadsheets. Just a FYI for listeners. Uh, let's hear it. Nerdicons knew that. Yeah. So he, I have. He loves his Microsoft Office. I think I have thirty. 30, Thirty statues, and, then and I mean these are rather... they rank from one six to one fourth mm-hmm. scale, a quarter scale. And these are not cheap. No. But yeah, I mean, I, I love it. So he has a dark side statue that's the size of a toddler. Yeah, that's one fourth. I love that thing. I could not, and I got rid of. When I got rid, it was literally bigger than my child. <laughs> like I put them, I put them next to each other when, and I told her to get in the same I, pose, and it was amazing. 
I'll, I'll put I'll I'll put the picture on Twitter. Not the one of your child, but the one of your dark side statue. Oh yeah, it's so, great. I, I, when I got rid of when I decided to get out of collecting DC, I couldn't drop the dark side because I loved it. It is a rather impressive piece. Like I can see why you wouldn't want to get rid of it. I just but, love it. it. It was just dark side to me. I was like, I can't. I love dark side. So that leads to my my next question: is like, what what is your favorite piece currently? Like your absolute like that I have in hand favorite piece that's in your room that just you know. Um, it's pretty easy. It's the makes everything go to six o'clock. Or Vegeta <laughs> statue right here. The Vegeta. Yeah. Now, is that one of those that light up too? Yeah. Or? So it's the uh, Sumang. It's T S U M E for listeners if they want to look it up. Vegeta from uh, Dragon Ball Z, the anime. And yeah, it's got LEDs in it and they travel up the clear resin in the back. It also has sound effects, but mine never worked and I never hooked it up. Just check it, it, it makes it look like he's like just like in the show where he's charging up and he's going. Yeah, because the, the, the yeah, it's, it's, it's really neat. I mean, you really got to look up a video of it. Uh, and it looks great with the lights on, lights off, whatever. It, it it's dope. Hmm. Maybe you can send me like a little clip of of, uh, of it doing that, so we could post it to uh, the uh, Nerdicons Instagram, so people know what we're talking about. I do have one. I think on my uh, on my uh, when it's I did a water. review, my daughter. Yeah, yeah, and that's my favorite piece. That's awesome. Uh, I will block the second one just to keep in case this one breaks, just to keep boxed up. Mm. Sorry, no. it's too much expensive. So, are, are you, is there any upcoming statues? Because I know you're, there's some statues that, or statue lines that you're really into that necessarily aren't, um, should we say, they're licensed not, in the states. They're unlicensed in the United States. But do you have any like pre-orders or upcoming statues that like has Mickey going to six o'clock for you? You know, that you're excited um, about. You're like, oh, God damn, I can't wait to get this. Yeah, so, I mean, both of my Colossus statues. I'll, I shared my screen just for those on YouTube who want to see this because, you know, they're pretty damn cool, I think. Uh, that is not what I wanted. Yeah, yeah it's a scary Batman. Is that from uh, Bloodstorm? Yeah, it's... yeah. Interesting. Are you getting that Omega Red statue? Yes. I mean, it's Scarlet Witch looks pretty nice, too. I'm not going to lie. It looks okay. It's uh, there's one head that looks better than the other. Remember, that's the one that poses weird. It looks like she's falling, uh, like she's tripping over yeah, yeah, the yeah. rock. Mm, what about that uh, Emma Frost? That oh yeah, I remember you showing that Iceman. Is sure, that one of them? Frost looks good, but uh, my wife was not okay with that one, and I was just kind of like, all right, I got to pick my battles. I mean, the Psylocke. I was like, listen, I have to have a Psylocke statue, so that's mm. happening. But I was like, are you getting that Iceman? Please tell me yeah. you are. God, yeah. I can't wait to see that ice. And man, it dude. looks so much better than the pictures here because it picks up different. It's like translucent, so it picks up all kinds of different colors. Like usually, the top comes out really frosty. Mm. And, and yeah, it, I guess against the black background, it's not going to do much. But like I, I, you see it in pictures where it looks blue. I mean, you see all kind. It's going to be, it's going to be incredible. I can't wait for that. That's one of my. I mean, that's what you're asking. Anticipated pieces, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one it would be this one, this Omega Red statue. I'm really looking forward to this. I had the old Bowen one, which is one six, and I really liked it when I sold it. I was kind of like, oh man, I wish. No, now this one's quarter scale. Yeah, quarter scale. These are all quarter scale. Yeah, bigger's better, right? 
Uh, to a point, I'm not digging. They, I heard that there's another company that's going to do a one-third scale Iceman license piece, but what? Yeah, they're also doing a Magneto with the Energy Ball. It's one third. Oh, uh, like when he flies. Uh, I feel now, like now for all of you listening, audio-wise, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can see pictures of this stuff. Yeah, I could put a pics together or something. Yeah, pick put uh, some pictures together. Um, so then I could put them on there. That class is fantastic looking. Yeah, I really like it. I mean, really, I some of the these unlicensed one us. Uh, these one, are licensed. These are all licensed. Oh, these ones are licensed. Yeah, they're just this one's this company's not XM Studio. Oh, oh okay, XM. They're not right. licensed in the U.S., so I have to buy through a guy mm-hmm. in Singapore who buys but, them for me and then sends them over. But they're licensed there, so they have permission yeah. from Marvel. Yeah. Okay, but they're not licensed in the United States, and I have to say, uh, wow, they're not like, doing anything illegal either. You know, just getting. No, I'm not saying you're doing anything illegal. I'm just saying that I know. Like, someone's dropped the ball and not getting the U.S. market these statues. Right. Ooh, look at that Spider-Man. Let me see, please, please let me see that Spider-Man. So this is the one that uh, our buddy Aleel was talking about at one point. He wanted to get. So they couldn't. This is how cool this company is. They couldn't figure out how to do the head swap out heads without mm-hmm. leaving a neck seam that you that was pretty visible. Mm-hmm. So instead, they said, "All right, we're just going to make tor- each torso. It's not going to be switch out heads. We switch out torsos. So there's going to be three fucking torsos, man. How expensive does that have to be?" So there's the other one. I think that's you probably know. That's more Ramita. I was going to say Ramita Senior, right? Yeah, Ramita Senior. And then there's an unmasked one or half masked. That's cool. That's that's so you can see the actor. What? Or Peter, or Peter Parker. <laughs> it's, it, it's, that's a callback to the fact that they're not going to put. <laughs> act, uh, Robert Pattinson's not going to be wearing that mask in a Batman movie very long. <laughs> right. That's a cool Cyclops, dude. Oh, Mystique, dude, Star Lord. There's all yeah, that just came out. The Star Lord just came out. It looks really nice. And this is like classic comic book Star Lord. Yeah, is, and the light here. the light up feature looks fantastic. I always love I love that classic comic helmet. There you go. Oh, that's phenomenal. I wish they yeah. would I almost I, tried to pick it up because but the mm. XM Studios does made to order now. Mm. So like if you kind of you only have a very small window to get these things, and usually people Try to resell them for a hellacious amount, and I'm I'm not paying that much more of a re- retail for something like this. Mm. No, you're not. You're not like a huge Star Lord fan, then, right? No, I loved him in the movie, in the first movie. The second movie was. So I, I, I wish they would bring that, introduce that helmet into the movie, because I never really cared for that co- this original costume. I think it's kind of cheesy, but I mean, it's definitely a product of the time it was created. But mm-hmm. that helmet, though, I love that helmet. Okay, so uh, so the, we are we are doing an audio podcast here, so yeah, yeah, okay. We we I mean, as much as we'd love to sit there and look at transform, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm just. Uh, I remember. Let me, show, let me show one more the saber tooth. Okay, I show us one more. Show us one more. There's a clock with two from sideshow. But why are you showing us that? I mean, um, is there any comic books? I mean, you, I remember you saying you were going to start trying to collect some trades. Are you gonna collect omnibuses or like? So yeah, I do collect omnibuses. Um, I have I, I have quite a bit. I have a big uh, what is it? The IKEA Calyx, the five by five one. Mm-hmm. So it's 
pretty much, I think it's 60 inch. I think it's 72 inches by seven. So it's six feet by six feet downstairs. It's disassembled right now. And all my comic books are boxed up. Uh, but yeah, I, co I collect trades and uh, mainly hardcovers. I try to focus on and omnibuses. Okay. I mean, you do have, you do have like regular issues too. Cause I know you're a huge X-Men fan and that was a big thing for you to get. So I'm collecting house of X right now. I haven't started it yet because I kind of want to, have them all. Read them. I kind of want to have them all, and, and to be honest, I haven't really been allowing enough time, setting aside enough time for uh, for reading right now. But I did go back and buy some CGC. Like one of my most prized possessions is the giant size X Men number one that Which I got. A CGC. I mean, that is a key yeah. issue. Yeah, it's dope. It's it's. I don't care about getting the number one with you know first appearance of Magneto mm -hmm. and the rest of the team because to me, giant size X Men is where X Men started. I tried yeah, going back and reading the original one, and I just didn't care for it. Yeah, that's that giant size. Like that team is where it started to get popular for the X Men. Yeah. X Men were never too like terribly popular till then, and like through the seventies and eighties. And then once Jim Lee in the late eighties started drawing it, they just went blew up. Plus, the writing is phenomenal. Um, but yeah. So that's cool, man. Uh, and what I'm hearing uh, about the House of X, Power X uh, storyline is it's really, really good. So uh, I definitely look here forward to hearing your uh, thoughts on that when you're done reading it. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, they're, and they're coming up with a lot of they're re, uh, reprinting a lot of books next year that I've like Uncanny X Force, which I heard is great, mm -hmm. but I only had it in the trade, so I'm probably gonna have to upgrade to the omnibus for that, and then sell the trades or something there's a lot of cool. books like that that are coming out so well i mean that's all really definitely a good questions. time to be an x-men fan <clears throat> oh for sure especially because you know once the mcu puts out a movie and that's gonna you're gonna be like full-on you're gonna say henry cavall who jason momoa who well i'm hoping henry cavall's in it no, oh, yeah. Who do you I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Jason Momoa being in a Sabretooth. That Boss Logic rendition of him as Sabretooth looked great. Yeah, as long as Wolverine kills him. Um, but I think of all your heartthrob, um, Momoa is probably upset, heartbroken that you've cheated on him. I, I um, like him. I like. I like Cavill. I, I, I you more than like Cavill, I'm sure. But I could really see him playing like he could play three different roles. He's such a big kid, you know that. You know what I mean? Like he could, he could. I could see him as Magneto, which I think would be uh, after being Superman would be kind of like a oh wow okay he's gonna play a villain. You know what I mean? Because you play the ultimate good good guy, ultimate superhero, yeah, the original superhero, and then to play the oh, villain. I I could really see him as Cyclops, and then uh, I could see him as Wolverine too. So maybe you'll have more to, uh, you know, think about in your little closet later. <laughs> yeah. Russ, do you have anything to add? Ask Ryan or nothing? Nah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Russ. <laughs> Russ knows you as uh, he just he knows you enough. He doesn't need to know anymore. That's <laughs> But that's that's it. That, so thank you guys for listening. That was a uh, that was a get to know your host moment. Uh, so there. wow. Are we, Wait, going? Ending, are we ending it right here? Are we are we gonna are we gonna do it? Are we gonna do a top five, bottom three? 
Yeah. Uh, oh, was, you're kind of you kind of ending it right now. That's why I was like. No, I was ending the interview. Oh, that's why I was. Uh, that's why I was. There was not no saying trans- anything. I was like, I was waiting for someone to be like, yeah, cut it. And I was like, oh. No, there was no transition. Carl didn't transition into the next next segment. I was going to, but then there was just a dead air. I finally. <laughs> well, your wording seemed like you're gonna fucking end the show. That's what I was, no, like, I was hey. ending the segment, ass. I was ending the interview, not ending the show. Oh, you said thanks for listening. It's not done. We're done. Final episode. We're done. <laughs> you like? You said thanks for listening. That's what we say in our outro. You dick. All right. All right. So our our top five. Our top five this what, week. what is our top five bottom three topic this week? It is uh favorite 80s cartoon characters. And Carl, this is yours, so why don't you start us off with your now the top five what? will be your favorite, the bottom three will be your most hated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're we're gonna I'm gonna start at top five. My number five. Lino. Okay. Who's your number five? Oh, you're going with me? Uh, no, the other Russ. No, the Russ behind you. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> uh, my number five. I'll go with Lino, too. Yeah. My number five is Tigra. All right, you like tiger or tigro? Tigra. That's what I thought. Tigra. That's yeah. what I wrote down. That's my number five. Go ahead. Cat lady. Nothing wrong with a cat lady. No, that's not. That's not a cat lady. Tiger's a dude. Oh, is that from uh, Thundercats? I remember always yeah, yeah. was a girl. Dude, dude number five she, uh, Thundercat, and you can't remember the Thundercats. Carl, we need a new. I just loved. I'm thinking of like five year old me. I think a five-year-old me loved Rhino. I could care less about anybody else. Fired. God. Final episode, everyone. Final episode. <laughs> uh, my number. My number four is Storm Shadow. Ah, oh, that's good. Your number four. Yeah, my number four is Storm Shadow. There's three higher than Storm Shadow. Yeah, only because the incredibly racist. <laughs> 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 Where they did store portrayed Storm Shadow in the 80s cartoon, which they never get away with now. Like, he was like, You will not revenge. Like, his voice in the 80s cartoon, if you listen to it, like, you would just be like, That's so racist. (laughs) My number four is Jazz from Transformers. Nice. It's a solid number four. What about you, Ryan? My number four is Panthro. Is, it, is all your favorites going to be Thundercats? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you really think that, knowing me? What a tool. Anyway, uh, my number three is Snake Eyes. Let's go on. I think it is a good one. My number three is Panthro. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting. See, you guys, uh, you guys are kind of on the same page, huh? Playing swords behind my back. Playing swords behind my back. Um, my number three is Wheeljack from Transformers. The dude had the blue blue lights on either side. He was like an engineer. He's always in the background. No one knows who he is except for you. Okay. That's cool. Everybody's got to have a favorite. (laughs) I guess. I was like, like no, I mean, he was. No, but he kind of was. I mean, he didn't really have a lot of. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I had. Number two. 
Yeah, you're on number two. Mm-hmm. All right. My f- number two is Firestar from Spider-Man and his amazing friend. Wasn't that the 70s, though? That oh, was the 80s. shit. No, that was the 80s. I think I'm going to call you out. All right. 1983. Am I going to the internet? No, you're fine. He's he's right. I'm giving him a hard time. <clears throat> My number two is He-Man for obvious reasons. Oh, he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, it's not, I mean, it's totally in character with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, my so number two, two is Optimus Prime. Nice. That's solid. That's a solid number two. I know it is. That's good. My number one, my number one. You ready for this? Spider Man. Spider Man and his gay orgies? No, no. Uh, Spider Man. In the comics, smashes box, my friend. Trust me, lots of box. Oh Trust my gosh, man box. Oh, my number one is actually Optimus Prime. What? Because Spider-Man's cartoons, besides Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends, which wasn't on very long, were all crap in the eighties. There wasn't really any Spider-Man cartoons in the eighties besides that, and it wasn't on long. That's wrong. My numero uno is Snake Eyes. Wow. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> My number one is Megatron. Gay fest. Suck it. <laughs> I was going to say. My pistol. I was going to. <laughs> My number one, actually, like I was thinking, like it is Optimus Prime, but I was going to say, like something like Ryan, like nerdy, some guy that was in the background that never said anything. I was going to be like, my number one, Skywarp. <laughs> oh, yeah, or Thundercracker or some shit. Really? Like, Ram. Also, no. Yeah, also known as like blue or purple fucking star screen. Basically, he was. He was purple yeah. star screen. Yeah. All right. All right. Now we're going to our bottom three. Bottom three. All right. Call. My number three is. You just, these don't have to be in any order either. I, these I are the ones you hate. No. I, for me, it goes in order because it's, it's definitely levels of my hate. So this is least hated? There's levels to my hate. Least hated of your bottom three, right? Yes. Number okay. three. Going down to one, mm-hmm. uh, snarf. Oh, I wrote snark. I missed it. I'm on snarf too. You are snarky. all right. That's um, that's two for snarf. Yeah, I actually have snarf as well. I didn't order mine, so I'm just gonna throw them in there as well. I think that's the first you named snarf. Snarf. It's like shut the fuck up, you lizard cat. Number two. Number two. Orco. My number two is also Orco. Ryan, your number two. My number two is all of the snorks, like the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> the snorks were stupid. They were like just basically the Smurfs, and they just changed them to make them like underwater sea monkeys or some shit. <laughs> My number one most hated cartoon character, Inspector Gadget. Oh, shit, that's strong. Yeah, that's a good one. He couldn't beat a chair with just an arm. That prick. <laughs> All those gadgets, and he couldn't beat an arm. It's like, how does he go to the bathroom by himself if he's this stupid? My, yeah. my, my number one most hated. Nemesis Enforcer. Wow. Wow. That's Transformers? Wow. Heartbreaking. Wow. G.I. Joe, dude. What's Nemesis and Heartbreaking. 
G.I. Joe. I know Nemesis the, Prime, but that wasn't the a purple pink dude with the bat wings that was kicking everybody's butt. And, uh, and he made he looked like looked like this bad dude. Wow, he, he looks like, like a shitty archangel. And he was like, wow, didn't your favorite G.I. Joe Sergeant Slaughter beat him up? Oh god. You know, I was gonna put how come Sergeant Slaughter's on your list? Yeah. I thought I was gonna put as my top five all Sergeant Slaughter, but Ryan was not happy with that. And your bottom five was going to be Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Maggots. Everything Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, so my number... Oh, wait. Yeah, my number one is the hyena dude from Thundercats. I couldn't remember his name. Jackal Man. Oh. It's Jackal Man? It's not yeah. just Jackal? Okay. Jackal Man. Monkey and... Infant. Yeah, he's awful. Interesting. I, I, honestly, it took me a while and I forgot to look up a video if it was the toad guy or if it was the jackal oh, what, man. I hated more. Bears. I hated those too. The ro, ro, Robo Bob Bears. Remember those? From no, oh, from Thundercats. Oh, no. yeah. They like they were like the indigenous species or some shit. Yeah, right? I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change Nemesis Forcer. I'm gonna take him off that list and put those Robo Bears. From Thundercats, I'm pretty content with my list. I remember when that cartoon <laughs> came on, and then you'd see Robot Bear or whatever his name was. I was like, "Crap, this is gonna be a <laughs> crappy episode." I don't, I don't remember the the Robot Bears. They all talk. Uh, sounds familiar. I just, I can't remember. They must. They must have sucked. Bad. Oh, they look awful. They're like robot Ewoks. Go check us out. <laughs> He's gonna show us. <coughs> oh, what, what are they? They look really them? bad. Look at this. Those are terrifying to look at. Yeah, they're gross. Who approved that for kids? They look like Teddy Ruxpin with like stuff peeled off of them. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, pretty much. What, what were they called? Looks like a Terminator bear. Those look. Yeah, no. I don't know what they're called. No. They, you you looked them up. Civilization of Ro- I just wrote. I literally wrote in Robo Bears Thundercats, and this uh, is what came up. Oh, they're out. They're called Ro Bears. Ro Bears. Ro Bear Burble. Oh yeah, Th- those are known as Ro Bear Burbles. The Burbles. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's a thunderstorm yeah. outside, so now I can ASMR the audience. Allow them to nerd sleep. Hmm. Hey, if you got, got hated cartoon characters or your favorites from the 80s let us know on twitter and instagram uh, definitely let us know like and on that me. note i think we've maxed out our time this week time flies when you're having fun fellas yeah thanks or for joining us if you're Ryan spanking it thanks flies. mom <laughs> thanks mom for listening <laughs> thanks your mom listens to this let me explain the joke, Ross. It ruins it. Cut you. Hey. That was racist. Anyway. <laughs> Spanish, dick. And you're playing still racist. A stereotype of Latin Americans, especially from California. I was not. Way to uh, alienate our I'm audience. not going to agree to that. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to end this show. Yeah. Have a good one, Carl Sucks. Yeah. We Definitely will don't. talk to you.